Visit Arizona. Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. We've lost our son, and I feel like we've adopted 100,000-plus others, uh, sons and daughters. You know, there are countless Marines, Army, Navy, Air Force out there alive doing what they do best, helping to protect our country. You know, I'm guilty of this, too. Reach out to a service member. Just reach out to them. Let them know you care. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Um, I don't know if you're watching Fox News last night or this morning, but they've had a couple of um, fathers uh, of uh, two of the 13 uh, service people we lost in Afghanistan. They were on last night. Uh, with the, on the Hannity show, and uh, a couple things came out of that. Uh, first off, uh, the anger in their eyes, both both of these men, they were talking about meeting the president uh, at Dover Air Force Base. And according to them, according to both fathers, um, he didn't just look at his watch once. Uh, he looked at his watch with, with every casket that was loaded off the plane. Um, they, the, the, the father you just heard, I think his name is Mike Schmidt. The father you just heard, uh, said that, uh, Hannity asked him, you know, how, how did your interaction with the president go when you actually got to talk to him? And, uh, something that we now know, uh, apparently he talked about his son, Bo, more than, this gentleman's son, who who was lying in a casket in repose just a few feet away. Um, wow. Uh, well, here we are. Uh, this is the day. And uh, I don't know if you uh, watched uh, Anthony Blinken last night, your Secretary of State, but I don't know that I've ever been so nauseated. Anger, you know, the way this man. First off, he. First off, let's let's start at the beginning here. Where was the president yesterday? Now I know he was at the FEMA thing earlier, which was a joke. This virtual FEMA meeting with all these folks from Louisiana, and he barely knew where he was. He barely knew who anybody was. You know who anybody was in, in on the screens or what have you. Mumbling like a weirdo. But apparently, yeah, yesterday we wrapped up a 20-year engagement in Afghanistan, this country's longest war, and the president offered up a pre-written statement, which, frankly, I haven't bothered to read, and later on in the evening, uh, a tweet. I think it was either a tweet or a Facebook post, both of which I'm fairly certain he didn't write. So he wasn't there, you know. He just we we had uh, this General Kenneth McKenzie, uh, and uh, we had uh, Anthony Blinken, and I don't know how you reacted to Anthony Blinken, but he came out and very robotically 
uh, read a statement uh, talking about the Taliban and and you know this this stuff that we've been hearing for a few days now that you know they're, they're the world is watching the Taliban and they've said uh, they've agreed that they're going to give safe passage to anyone who you know wants to leave Afghanistan after today. It was going off on, uh, you know, there are some people that just didn't want to leave because they have deep ties in Afghanistan. And, uh, you know, the, the world is watching the Taliban now, and if they want to be accepted as a legitimate government, uh, you know, they better watch themselves. And, and I'm, watch, I'm listening to this crap, and I just, both my wife and I are just screaming in the living room. And I don't know how you reacted, but I, and I, I, I've, I've seen some, you know, posts on, on face puke, and I, I don't follow social media except for face puke, but there are, you know, folks out there who, you know, are, are still praising the president and saying this is great and, you know, and uh, uh, Trump screwed this up somehow and, you know, blah, blah. But I, I, I can't, I cannot comprehend what it must feel like to be somebody who is stuck there, uh, who is either an American or one of our allies, interpreters and support folks uh, and the like, who were abandoned and are just kind of there, and they're moving from place to place continuously because they're being hunted by the Taliban, whose only plan for them is to do really, really horrible stuff to them and to whoever else is with them. And to whoever else, they have to do really, really horrible stuff to to get to them. And that's your new reality. That's your truth. That's that's all you have is just freaking surviving. And you you got to hear Anthony freaking Blinken talking about people with deep ties to Afghanistan. And we got everybody out as you know who wanted to get out. I mean, <laughs> my God, whoa. I mean, I, I really seriously almost don't have the freaking words sitting here watching that last night. I, I'm sorry to start the show off with a bunch of anger, but I'm angry. You know, and, and I'm angry as an American citizen. I'm angry as a freaking human being, you know, that this, that this went down the way it did. And, and, and then you have what the Taliban who, you know, the, the, the eyes of the world are upon them. And what are they doing, man? They're showing off our guns. They're showing off the equipment. We left them. You know, and, and the president can't get in front of a camera? I guess he is today. Chris, it must have been past his bedtime, you know, when all this stuff was going down yesterday. So must have been nap time for the president. So he couldn't, you know, couldn't be bothered or had, he has to get some, he has to get his ease. You know, he's an old fart. He, he needs his rest. So, you know, I'm just going to open up the phone lines and, uh, you know, we'll talk about various things uh, connected to this. Uh, I, 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 you know, I got a couple of other things, but mostly I, I want to focus on Afghanistan today, you know, and uh, uh, where we are, all, where we all are with this uh, right now. And, you know, beyond that, it's 20 years, man. Wow. That's something else I keep coming back to. I just cannot believe. It's been 20 years, and uh, again, listening to Blinken last night, 
And really, as far as the president, uh, and I was, we were talking about this on Where and Rima. If you haven't caught that show, it's a pretty cool show from seven to nine. That I am, I am just really astounded by the callousness of the president. Because you know what? That ain't got nothing to do with being feeble. That ain't got nothing to do with any kind of decline. Do you understand? That's his personality. There's just something grotesquely callous about the way he has responded to stuff throughout this entire experience that is, again, mind-boggling. So, uh, you know, again, uh, our hearts and thoughts and prayers uh, go out to uh, our military personnel who have returned from that theater. We, we, Our hearts and prayers go out to the folks who are stuck there and fearing for their lives. Our hearts and prayers go out to our military veterans uh, who are here uh, and who have already returned and are watching this unfold and uh, are, are, are having to deal with, with all the fallout, if you will, from that. Uh, again, as Trey and I were saying, this was the failure of this administration. This was the failure of leadership. This was not the failure of our military, the finest uh, bunch of people on planet Earth. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, just unbelievable, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. And, you know, uh, if, if you're, if you supported Joe Biden or you voted for Joe Biden, uh, are you, are you still there with him? Are you still, still happy with what you, what you're seeing? We asked this on Where and Rima. Are you still happy with the way things, with your vote? 210-599-5555. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, I'm Sean, 21 minutes after 9. Obviously, we're talking today, he's focusing today on Afghanistan and, uh, uh, you know, the end of a 20-year engagement uh, in, in war with the Taliban and all the other bad guys. And I think it was Ollie North was on Fox last night again uh, saying, you know, also, don't buy into this crap that somehow there's some difference between Al-Qaeda and ISIS and the Taliban. They they may have, you know, minor differences over some things, but they're all in the same game, man, which is killing people. 210-599-5555. Mark, Mark, how you doing? Well, not doing real good. I mean, uh, obviously, this is uh, we're in the worst uh, status of our political lives since Vietnam. Um, I was only a teenager when Vietnam happened, but being a uh, an adult now and, and living through this, uh, you really understand. I, I re- I'm really understanding more and more how my, uh, how my parents felt, my parents' generation felt about the uh about the events in vietnam uh, well and, and yeah and and this is even you know on a different scale in a sense in that you 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 have the entire world kind of switching up alliances more than likely and, and china and russia are also a player in this they, they certainly were in vietnam as well uh well russia mostly but but uh, or china but uh, uh now the as you heard Jeffrey Atticott, who's a terrorism expert, has been a friend of this station for many, many years, said the other day 
that we're right back there on September 10th. And actually, we're in a much worse position well, that, than we were uh, September 10th yeah, because... And I, and I think that is the difference. The difference is in Vietnam, we were fighting against the ide- ideology of communism. Right. And now we're fighting against a, a radical Muslim theology. And the radical Muslim theology doesn't go away. I mean, communism, right. we all know... At that time, we know the enemy was Russia. I mean, USSR was the right. dominant communist power, and now we've got China. And actually, we were fighting against China, because we were fighting right. against China and Vietnam, and also it went over into Korea. But, uh, but you're but right, fundamentalism, a whole different enemy. fundamental, yeah. you know, radical Islam has no end game. That's right. You know, uh, they're never sated, in a sense, or there's never a, a victory day. It's an ongoing thing, and and we've been importing it now across our southern border. And, you know, we're hearing more and more reports about how these military transports in the very early days of the withdrawal were were filled with Afghans who had no paperwork. We have no idea who they were. And the fact is also this is on the Democrat Party. Absolutely. If this is not just like in Vietnam, at that point in Vietnam, the media actually was willing to criticize the establishment Democrat Party. Right. The interest, the point, we, and the, the other change we have now is now the establishment or mass media doesn't want to criticize the no, Democrat it's, Party. It's weird, man. I got to run, Mark. Thank, okay, I pre- thanks, man. I, you know, it's weird. To what ends they'll go to circle the wagons around the Democratic Party, y- even now, because. You know, and, 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 and let me, let me pick up on this real quickly. You know, th- this isn't really, uh, and we talked about this earlier as well. This is really not about whether we wanted the war to continue or not continue. We all wanted out of Afghanistan. I think we're all united on that. And the fact is, it was winding down. And the fact is, we had a plan under the Trump administration that was working. Okay. The rage that I'm getting from folks. Uh, and my own rage is based on th- the fact that we took a plan that was working and scrapped it for what I can only assume was no real plan at all. You know, there's a great line from uh, Apocalypse Now, and I think it's, a, you know, uh, where uh, Martin Sheen's character is, is, is asking uh, the Colonel Kurtz character's nut job out in the middle of the jungle in Vietnam. Uh, and Colonel Kurtz asks him, do, do you find my methods unsound? And Martin Sheen's response is, sir, I don't see any method at all. That's kind of how this felt. Like they made it up as they went along. And, you know, listening to Blinken riff on the Taliban as if they're going to get free passage. And I forget who, where I heard this. This isn't my original thought, but I heard that it may have been Riccardi. I don't know. But if the Taliban are going to give safe passage to Americans, and the Taliban, uh, their worst enemies are ISIS and al-Qaeda, then how did these suicide bombers get into the airport through a ring of Taliban? It was Cotton. Huh? Senator Cotton said that. Senator Cotton said that, right. I mean, that's a, that's a valid, like, how did, how did that happen? If they're all enemies. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I you know, again, I, I hate to be the rage monster here on the air, but it's just... Man, it's it's just hard to comprehend. Well, and some people are satisfied with well, at least the war's over. But well, yeah, I remember there being a place, and the road to it is paved with good intentions. <laughs> right, right. That, look, 
Yeah, it's a good. I mean, I'm not even gonna. I'm not, I'm not even gonna give, give give any energy to the. Is it you know? Well, at least the war's over because that's what you're hearing from the Biden supporters. Well, at least he ended it. Well, you know, if you're stuck there, it's not over for you. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I mean, if you're stuck there, man, nothing's ended for you. It ain't over for the Taliban. It ain't over for Al Qaeda. It ain't over for ISIS. Well, and then the debate of whether or not the intention was to to start the war or to restart the war. But how do you guarantee you're going to restart the war? Rearm your enemies. Well, yeah, we've just made them the best equipped terrorist organization on planet stinking Earth. Good Lord, man. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And uh, uh, we'll take a little break here. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Sean. We're obviously talking about Afghanistan today and the end of a 20-year war. And how we're feeling about the withdrawal and how we're feeling about the situation. The president is expected... Well, is scheduled to speak, address the nation uh, at one forty-five hour time. Now, last time he was supposed to address the nation, he was about thirty minutes late. So, <laughs> very obviously, we'll we'll bring that to you live here as much as we're able to on, on KTSa. Guess he should have checked his watch more. I guess he should have checked his watch more the other night when he was supposed to speak in front of the nation. Like apparently he was at Dover Air Force Base. Uh, it's a very serious day, you know, and we're, we're, we're uh, uh, trying to get as many of you on the air to give your thoughts as possible today. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of other things later on, but, uh, this is pretty much the focus for today. Uh, cause I think it's worthy of it. It's, it deserves it. And we deserve to hear your thoughts or we should hear your thoughts, uh, and, and give you that platform. 210-599-5555. Uh, here's Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? quick comment those who talk the most about compassion and say that other people are not compassionate are the ones who like compassion themselves and those who talk about how smart they are are usually the biggest idiots in the room (laughs) i agree and, and that's why you have with the biden administration you know it's the small stuff i realize i'm asd so sometimes i can come across as cold but it's the small stuff like checking out your watch when you have dead people, the whole excuse how we have left Americans behind. You know, Jack Riccardi saw it coming because the caveat, those who want to leave Afghanistan can leave Afghanistan. When I'm sure a lot of Americans who are in Afghanistan right now really wanted to leave, but our commander-in-chief basically gave the pair of the chorizo. Mm. And so we've, we had this whole thing where for four years Trump was called Every name in the book. Hmm. But when you look at his personal conduct, he did have class. He did have dignity. He treated other people with respect. And and his attitudes about race, right. where he didn't give a care. Whereas the people who talk about it, and like I said, uh, Biden's not going to admit to this mistake. So we won't have a whole more load of BS. Yep, and, right. and unfortunately we have, you know, Biden is not too shocking to me because I've seen his kind all over. Yeah, and and he's he's been this person his whole career as well. Esteban, I got to run, man. Excellent thought. You know, and I Donald Trump Jr. Uh, was on the tube last night. Was on TV, 
uh, talk about how he remembers many nights when his dad, you know, would be at Dover Air Force Base at 2 in the morning to receive, you know, uh, our military folks who had uh, given the ultimate sacrifice. 2 in the morning. Uh, so, you know, I, I know that there are people on social media who are, you know, saying, well, he only checked his watch one time or, you know, you don't know if he checked his watch multiple times or what have you, but... Man, my God, you're, you're telling me that it, it, it never occurred to him, and I, I don't care what you say about his decline or what have you, that looking down at his watch would probably be a bad idea at that particular moment? There, there really is just kind of a callousness about the guy that is, is shocking even to me, and I've been following freaking Joe Biden since I did talk radio in Delaware, you know, a long time ago. It's just, it's amazing, man. Here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, uh, Sean, if any of your listeners have any doubt that today the news and the truth are not synonymous terms, I mean, I'm old enough to remember Walter Cronkite and Chet Huntley, and and maybe it was a disconnect back then, but I got an example of it yesterday morning. At 8 o'clock, I read a report by Reuters, and the opening line was, the U.S. military intercepted up to as many as five rockets fired at the airport. Two hours later, I come across a briefing that the Pentagon is doing, Mm. and the general giving the briefing is asked about the rockets, and he gives a very muddy answer. And thankfully, the reporter came back and said, can you clarify that? And the clarification is three of those five rockets hit outside the airport. One of them was intercepted, and the other one hit on the airport but didn't do any damage. Right. I, we, we were airing that. Um, yeah, I, I remember picking up on that myself. It's like, so the original, original reports were complete bullcrap. Yeah. The word intercept has a very clear meaning. Missing the target isn't intercepting <laughs> and and again if if anybody older than 12 still believes the first thing they hear from the national media i i pity the life they're gonna have well i i do too man an excellent point man i appreciate the call jeff now look a lot and i've seen i've been watching this on uh face puke you know because i kind of monitor I, I got a lot of you know a fair amount of liberal folks on my friend list and some of them I've actually dumped over the past couple of days, to be honest with you. But you, you you see some of the comments, and you don't have to do what I do for a living to pick up on the fact that these are very low-info people. And they're, they're forming opinions. We, we've had folks on the air before who've done, who, you know, try to make an argument, and they have no argument because they have no information. And and they'll they'll get their worldview from a like a from a meme. A meme will give them an opinion. Uh, Colbert will give them an opinion. <laughs> you know, they'll get their opinion from a tweet. You know, they, they, they're, they're not people who are delving into the news. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to me, most of you, uh, being talk radio fans, already are more educated and, and well-researched about the events of the day than pretty much anybody else. I mean, you're 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 following the news. That's why you listen to talk radio. Is because you're curious. Okay? The thing to remember is there's a lot of really really non-curious people in this in this country. 
Remember the uh, the teacher that we were playing the audio from yesterday out of California, who you know was the, took the, the American flag out of her was joyful about taking the American flag out of her classroom because it made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a low info moron who is not doing any doesn't really understand her own opinions at all. But she's got the cool opinion, you know, and. <laughs> Or, or in that circle, what is considered to be the cool opinion, which is America sucks and we're racist and we're freaking awful, you know. And those people are content getting their news off of Facebook. Well, they are. And, and there's a weird superiority about them, too. And like Esteban said, and he's absolutely right, man, the people who can't shut up about how smart they are tend to be the biggest dumbass in the room. Absolutely, man. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, tomorrow we'll, we'll. I hate to even say get back to normal, but from a programming standpoint, you know, we'll be doing more of the usual. Uh, in fact, just so, so you know, uh, Rudy J from uh, ESPN is going to be joining me for a few minutes every day in the ten o'clock hour. Uh, he's a new guy over there. He's a really cool guy. And uh, he's going to be joining us just to uh, talk. Now, not necessarily about sports, because, well, I don't know anything about sports. Because <laughs> I've been kind of hanging out with them in the mornings for a few minutes, and Trey's been doing the same thing on ESPN, ESPN with Ian Rob Thompson. So we're going to be, we, we all kind of agreed that today was, you know, not really the day for that, but we'll, we'll be jumping into that tomorrow. Uh, 210-599-5555. Let's go ahead and take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's Sean. And once again, we're talking uh, about uh, Afghanistan, 20-year war. Our military operations are over there. Uh, Many of us are filled with anger uh, in regards to how this thing, uh, how we withdrew under the Biden administration. Again, the president is uh, going to speak around 140. Well, he's scheduled to speak about 145 hour time. But you know how that works. <laughs> Doesn't tend to tend to be on time about things. Um, you know, we're, we're also hearing more and more about some of the Afghans. Some 14,000 Afghans were flown into Dulles Airport, Virginia, in uh, uh, a little under a couple of weeks. And many of these folks were not vetted. They had no documentation. We don't know who they are which means it could be bad guys. Uh, One of them that we discovered and thankfully is now in custody or in detention is uh, a guy named Gator Heydari, who made it off uh, out of of Afghanistan on an Ethiopian Airlines charter flight for evacuees. Uh, He was uh, deported, I believe, uh, during the Trump administration uh, because he had been convicted of rape. In Idaho in 2010. Uh, He was released uh, on supervision in December of 2015. And he was deported from the U.S. in 2017. And uh, was on an evacuee flight uh, back into this country. Uh, Let's go to um, Brad. Brad, how you doing? Hey, Sean, it's getting to the point where... You know, uh, it's hard to tell the mainstream news stories from uh, Duffel Blog or Babylon B. In fact, if you ever wanted a, a listener quiz show, 
Mm. You could probably do headlines, guess which ones are real and which one's fake. Sometimes Babylon B almost feels more truthful. <laughs> Babylon B and the Duffel blog, which is like the Babylon B for military people. It's kind right. of an inside humor thing. Same idea, but you know what really has irked me most is, once again, we have spent a whole bunch of money and trained up military working dogs and given them to a predominantly Muslim country. And guess what? Islam regards dogs as unclean. So Yeah, they've the left dogs, all right. We were talking about that earlier on Warren Rima that they left all these military bomb sniffing dogs behind. And and those those are valuable assets. I mean those are those could be at least repatriated, mm. given back to a country that would need them. Uh, you know, and and, and and I can't believe that no one in our government knows enough about Islam and Muslim culture to realize, hey, bomb sniffing dogs no-go because dogs are unclean. Well, they won't the, feed them, groom them, water them, clean up their poop or anything. Well, they left a whole lot of stuff behind that didn't seem to care about, man. i got, I got to run. I want to get one more call here. Let's go to Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Uh, I'm glad you used the word rage earlier because I'm raged out. I'm sorry. I've been outraged for two months. I'm just now permanently mad. Right. I'm through raging. I'm exhausted. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I understand, man. I'm going to keep the mat on. I'll keep talking. I'm loving it. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Let's, uh, where are we? Let's go to one more. Here's uh, Jim. Jim, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Sean. Hey. i tell you what. Not only Biden is dumb, i tell you what. The military, too. Look at this. He says he's going to take the troops out, right? Now, you got the generals over there. Why aren't they saying, hey, Biden, let's get the contractors and the embassy out first before you take us out well that that was the plan under trump and and i appreciate the call i'm just out of time that was the plan under trump was to get all the uh, civilians and our colleagues and our allies and interpreters and all those folks out all the civilian personnel uh and then uh either get the uh, equipment out or destroy it and then uh, uh pull the military out you know in, in the final stage all the while saying to the Taliban that if you harm one of, uh, you know, one American, one hair on one American's head or one of our colleagues or allies, you know, will destroy, I'll, I'll blow up your village first. And it was keeping them in line. And, uh, the Biden plan was to let them pretty much take control of the situation. Our, our enemies for 20 years. <laughs> We gave them almost absolute control of this situation. It's bizarre. It's, I mean, beyond being sick, it's, it's, it's bizarre. And I keep saying mind-boggling. I keep repeating myself, but, you know, I don't know how else to, to describe it. It's just very strange how this all went down. Strange and sad. So we got another hour, and uh, we're, we'll keep the phone lines open for your thoughts and your, your reactions to our, the end of our military operations in Afghanistan. That's coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. If the Taliban was such a good security partner that was carefully vetting everyone who got close to our troops at the airport, I don't understand how a suicide bomber got through their outer perimeter to our inner perimeter. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, well, there's that. News Talk 550 KTSA. It's Tom Cott. In fact, there he is on Fox News. Isn't that weird? 
Senator Tom Cotton of the Armed Services Committee. Biden leaves Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Uh, welcome to hour number two of the show, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much leaving the phone lines open uh, for you guys to uh, get on the air and, and, and give your thoughts as uh, the military operations in Afghanistan, uh, after 20 years, have, have, have ended. Uh, most of us are not questioning the the idea that we needed to wrap this up and get out. But if you are angry today, as, as I am and many of you are, we're angry be- because of the way it was handled and the fact that we left Americans and our a whole lot of our allies behind whose reality is something quite different today. Uh, many of them are being hunted. You know, they're they're having to travel or move from place to place. Uh, there was a, a story the other day about a, an American family on a bus that was stopped by the Taliban. They beat them up with sticks. And uh president uh, is going to address the nation finally today at around 145 hour time. At least that's the scheduled plan, but you know how that goes. Secretary of State uh, Anthony Blinken spoke yesterday or last night, and I i don't think I've ever been so pissed off. In my, I mean, I really was. My, my wife and I were sitting there watching in the living room just screaming at this robotic weirdo uh, talking about the Taliban now, you know, the eyes of the world are on the Taliban, and they better behave, and they're going to give safe path. They promised. And, uh, again, you got Tom Cotton asking the question. We brought this up last hour. Well, if if because the, the other idea, and Blinken said this last night, that al-Qaeda and ISIS are the sworn enemies of the, of the Taliban, so they're not going to. They, they weren't the sworn enemies of the Taliban on September 11th anyway. If, if they're giving safe passage or if they're, they're about the business of protecting Americans and, uh, and giving safe passage or what have you, then how in the hell did these suicide bombers get through a ring of Taliban around the airport to one of the gates? Pretty decent question, don't you think? Pretty reasonable. Uh, MSNB Puke is reporting, you know, the Taliban takes control of Kabul airport as U.S. leaves. Uh, Mark Schmitz is the father of one of the fallen Marines. He's been all over Fox News from last night to now. He's on again right now. Oh, it's a replay uh, from earlier in the morning. Uh, oh, oh, that that was from Hannity from last night. Yeah, I saw him on Hannity last night uh, before I went to bed, and uh, he was on there with another one of the fathers who were talking about meeting Biden and how he talked about his son, Bo, more than anything else. Both fathers stated on Hannity, Hannity last night that the, the president didn't just glance at his watch once. It was several times. One of the dads said it was every time a casket came out, he glanced at his Every time he saluted and he put his hand down, he glanced at his watch. Uh, the official number we're getting uh, from the State Department is that 100 to 200 Americans are left behind in Afghanistan. I think that's probably a lot more. And I, one of the things that angered me so much watching your secretary, our secretary of state last night was this business of we got everybody out who wanted to be out for the most part. And some people want to stay. 
which I find I don't know. Do you do you find that do you, do you find that believable? Do you, do you do you find it believable that any American or anybody that worked with us wants to stay in Afghanistan? And they're also saying 100, 200 Americans that they can account for. That they can account for. There probably is a hell of a lot more. If they're still alive. Uh, so I, I, you know, the bull crap that was flowing out of the White House and the State Department yesterday uh, was, was nauseating. So if you want to give us a ring and let us know how you're feeling maybe maybe you support all this maybe you're happy with the way this went down maybe you're one of those folks i see on face puke is like well biden's he did it man he ended the war he, you know, he, not really i mean the, the, again the ta- trey said this earlier the taliban are still at war and the war is not over for the people left behind you know <laughs> it's kind of still ongoing for them yes well and even from from the point of view that they're talking about the war was ending all Biden did the, was accelerate the exit, right. which is what caused the problem. Precisely. The war was ending. The, under the Trump administration, there was a workable plan that had the Taliban over a barrel. And we would have gotten everybody out. And there wouldn't have been any equipment left behind. It's madness. But maybe uh, maybe you're cool with it. I don't know. Two one zero five nine nine. Seriously, if you're a Democrat, where are you today? If you're a Biden supporter, where are you today, man? What's what's up with you? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, uh, you know, I again, I, there's also man, we were we're seeing them showing off and shooting our own guns up into the air and celebrating and the, the Taliban. There's also a video. It's not been vetted. We we don't know if it's real or not. That was floating around last night of a of a one of our Black Hawk helicopters flying around uh, uh, with a with a body hanging from it. Now I'm not, I don't I don't know. Trey and I discussed whether or not we were going to get into that on Where and Rima earlier. We decided not to because again it's not verified. But it's not like it would shock you, would it? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go with uh, George. George, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Hey. Uh, my my wife, my wife kills me every morning. I get a report on some of this stuff. And, oh man, there goes my there goes my sanity. But mm. she was telling me this morning about they're leaving the they're leaving the dogs behind. Oh I God, what, yeah. I, I I don't think I've really ever been so mad as I have when I heard that. Uh, you know. Them, them dogs are loyal to us. They're, they're trained. They're with their guys, their handlers for the pretty much the whole time, and now they walk off and leave them. That, that and, and these are that, these that are bomb, largely bomb sniffing dogs. And uh, yeah. a guy called up last hour, and uh, and I, you know, having read some about fundamentalist Islam around the nine eleven time. You know, dogs are thought of by these folks as unclean and, and horrible creatures, and they're you know going to be destroyed and killed, like, and even demonic, in some demonic in some in some uh, circles of fundamentalist Islam. So it's very sad uh, all the way around. I, I, I tell you what, if, if I would have been in their shoes, I'm afraid I'd have brought the dog. Either we they'd have had a short gunfight there no. because I, I wouldn't leave my animal behind. Well, it's very sad. In fact, I'm looking at a picture yeah. right now that James Wood, the actor James Woods, posted on Facebook. Uh, showing all these dogs in their dog carriers just sitting there outside of a helicopter. All right, man, I appreciate it. At least they could have done, 
Yeah, the best I, thing they could have done was to put them out of their misery. Well, uh, you know, it's it's very sad. I appreciate your call, man. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Jason. Jason, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Hey. hey. I'm a very, very proud Democratic. I love my president. Maybe you're not seeing the big picture here, though. What well, why don't if, you tell me what the big picture is? Okay. What if, though, and, and I know Mr. Biden's the smartest man in the world. What <laughs> if? Are you joking with me? No, no. What if he left those helicopters and all that stuff in there with C4 inside of them? You're, you're pulling my leg, right? No. Right, I got to go. 210. He can't be for real. 2105. Because if he is, that's pathetic. 210 Here's John. John, how you doing? Um, real bad. Uh, the war is not over. We just brought it over here on some C-17s. Mm. Apparently, yeah. Uh, and across our southern border as well. I mean, uh, that's what we're hearing today, that uh, a lot of the 14,000, I think I said, what did I say, 14,000 Afghans made it to Dulles alone uh, in Virginia, in northern Virginia, and no paperwork. We have, you know, no idea if they're good guys or bad guys, and probably a fair amount of them are, are bad guys. So, uh, and I appreciate the call, man. We, we... God knows what's going to happen. We have the 20th anniversary of September 11th on the way uh, in a little over a week and a half or so, or two weeks, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, we've had, we know from our border people that uh, we've had bad guys. And when I say bad guys at this point, I'm talking, you know, radical Islamic terrorists, whether they be al-Qaeda, ISIS, K or Z or whatever the hell, or uh, or or, you know, Taliban or what have you. We know they've been coming over the southern border. And apparently we flew a lot of them in. Well, we, we don't really know how many we flew in because, again, we just started stuffing people on airplanes. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, let's take one more. Here's Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Oh, oh hey. Uh, oh, Sorry. Oh, what's that? Uh, okay, I'm sorry about that. I was just, I just hit a button and, and put something on the air before we knew who they were. Let me go to um, Chris on line one. Chris, how are you doing? Yes, sir. Thanks, Sean. It's um, I've I've seen the enemy, and the and the enemy is us. And and what I mean by that, what what's going on? Just it, it truly does baffle the mind. Um. These generals who call themselves generals, they're not. They're they're imposters. And um, I, I guess that's it. You know, I, I'm just so flabbergasted that um, the, the the caller who just said that, you know, we're bringing the, the, uh, the, the enemy over on planes. I'm a service academy graduate. Casper Weinberger, defense secretary for Reagan, spoke at our graduation. And what he told us is he said the enemy foreign is easy. They wear different uniforms. It's the enemy domestic that you have to worry about. And so that's what I mean when I say I've seen the enemy, and it and it's us. And well, I don't mean you and me. No, I know what you mean. I, I, I think one of the greatest threats to America right now is its own government, frankly. And so <laughs> what, the, the only remedy for that is stuff that you can't say without black sedans showing up in front of your, in front of your driveway. Well, I don't know what to 
What, right. What do, how do we stop this? Uh, I don't know, but I know, and I appreciate the call, man. I know just because I got to take a break, uh, because I'm freaked out about what you're, what you're saying. I, 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 you know, very obviously elections are very, very important. Election integrity is very important. Uh, I personally believe that uh, the only reason Joe Biden is our president is because they cheated the last election using COVID. I think that's one of the reasons. I think they're terrified of the next couple of elections, and that's one of the reasons why you're seeing an open border. It's one of the reasons why you're importing COVID. Uh, you know, it's they're cheaters. They're they're horrible people. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Uh, news Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, taking your calls on uh, the end of military operations in Afghanistan and how you're feeling about it, how I'm feeling about it. And uh, let's go back to the phones. 210-599-5555. Here's Teresa. Teresa, how are you doing? Hi, John. Good morning. Hi. I just wanted to to send out a, um, a, a request to all Americans to fly out the American flag, not not for what Biden did, um, that Biden administration is doing, but because to thank the military uh, and their families for all they've done for the last 21 years that we were in Iraq and Iran, and just to give them thanks. Just you mean put out the put out a flag, American flag, and fly it proudly. That's an excellent idea. That is an excellent Thank idea, you. Teresa. All right, we'll see if we can get people to do that. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, yeah. Put out your flag today if you can. If you don't have one, go get one. That's a great idea. Two one zero. Remember, you know it's weird, man. You go back twenty years, which I'm still I just, still can't believe it's been twenty years. And you remember in the first couple of months after September 11th, you, there was American flags everywhere. You remember that? American flags everywhere, man. And, you know, it, it took just a, maybe a year or so for us to go back to our old, our, 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 you know, silly old ways. And suddenly the flag became controversial again and people were getting fined uh, at apartment complexes. In New York for uh, for hanging their flags outside of their windows, and you know probably the only country on the face of the earth that did, not most of us don't, but has a problem with, with its own flag. Or at least some people do. It's mystifying to me. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Rick. Rick, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, Sean? Hey, man. The Tuesday. <laughs> mm. Um, I. I I have to say this entire situation is just disgusting and insipid. And I cannot believe that we are leaving people behind. And there's got to be something else that we can do. You know, I mean, World War II, we dropped soldiers behind enemy lines and and even not even in the right place. Hmm. And they were able to do what they needed to do to get, you know, why can't we do that now? You know, why did we leave Bahrain? You know, that is the most. I just, I just, I I have no words, man. I'm, 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 I'm disgusted with this entire situation. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's know? it's it's hard to comprehend because certainly we could have. Well, I and I think we were, uh, you know, and then the whole plan was upended uh, by this administration, by our state, our current State Department, and uh, why? I, 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 I it's gonna why I don't I will never understand why. I mean, unless it's the orange man bad. I think you're right. That's exactly what it is. I think you're I think it really is that cheap that they couldn't allow something that was a Trump plan to to continue. And and, and it was a good plan. It was a good plan. We were you know, the Taliban was was they were afraid of us, which is what they should be, you know. Uh, Not anymore. Apparently. No, no. We, We actually armed them and they're now the. Best equipped uh, terrorist organization on planet Earth, man. I, I appreciate the call. How did we allow that to even happen? I mean, I don't even get that. I, I, God. I don't know, man. I don't know. I appreciate the call. I'll spend the rest of my life trying to figure it out, probably. And so will you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, again, uh, you, you look at the uh, the callousness of this administration. That's one thing I keep coming back to. Uh, is is the callousness of Joe Biden personally. And you know what? You can talk decline and dementia all you want, but uh that that's not that ain't a part of his decline. That's that's a part of his personality. And there just seems to have been a callousness with him about this. He's put off, but he's put out by being asked questions about it. Shows up half an hour late to address the uh, the nation the other night. He was, you know, except for the FEMA thing earlier in the day yesterday, he was nowhere to be seen yesterday. And apparently around a quarter to two today, he's going to give some comments. We have two fathers who were at Dover Air Force Base claiming that he didn't just look at his watch one time, he looked at it several times. So I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, and I again, as I said last hour, man. You know, I I started my talk radio career in Delaware, so I've been following Joe Biden in a sense for a long time. And the callousness on display right now is even shocking to me, frankly. And I think he's an absolute scumbag, and I have for a long time. You know why? Because he's an absolute scumbag. Sorry, but I agree with the uh, the mom who called the radio show and called him a piece of crap he he is that's right i just called the president a piece of crap if you're bothered by that i don't care 210-599-55 how else do you describe him 210-599-55 hey you all called donald trump worst names for four four years and not deservedly so he was called a piece of crap by someone who lost a son And had a couple of Marines show up in the middle of the night to tell her that her her son was gone. And it didn't have to happen. 210-599-5555. we got full lines. We'll go to the phones when we get back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. 1040 as we're talking about the end of military operations in Afghanistan. And uh, how we're feeling about the, how this all took place, you know. And we're getting, we're seeing more and more reports from family members who were at Dover Air Force Base. We're all kind of saying the same thing. I just saw a couple of more uh, stories uh, that uh, Biden seemed scripted. He seemed 
like he didn't care. Uh, talked mostly about his son Bo to each of the individual parents or who, whoever you know wanted to talk to him. And y- y- again, I and I'll, then we'll go back to the phones two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, in that I, you know, I'm trying to figure out because he he's been arguably very callous throughout. I mean, don't you think he's been somewhat callous through this whole thing? Whether you go back to the Stephanopoulos uh, interview uh, or other times where he just seemed even put out that he was being asked about his Afghanistan, uh, you you wonder if he really is just freaking feeble. And and this is all somebody doing something else behind the scenes. Or if it's that Joe Biden ego that he's so famous for that he just can't believe people aren't just absolutely celebrating his efforts. It's almost like he's in a state of disbelief that he's not being universally celebrated by every stinking American. I, I think maybe that's it. Well, he went on vacation and had to come back from vacation to talk about it. Then went right back on vacation. Right back on. So did, uh, so did our Secretary of State. But, I mean, when he's asked about it, he seems pissed off that people are asking him about it instead of just, I guess, complimenting him. You almost get that feeling. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, let's go to Alfred. Alfred, how are you? Yes, good morning, Sean. Hey, I got a question about our drones. We have supposedly we knocked off a couple of these two animals that were riding a, a motorcycle. We were able to take them out. My question is, we have drones out there. Um I know a lot of these company vehicles that, that drive around all over the country, that we have GPS on them, and companies right. can locate their vehicles. Don't you think that some of these uh, Black Hawk helicopters, a lot of this equipment that we left over there, they've got to have some sort of GPS set up on them? If not, why can't we identify the hangars? They know where our hangars are we, that we left behind. Why can't they use these drones to take out this equipment? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's, that's I'm, no, I mean, it's a, it's a that, fair question. The people listening to you, it's what's if that? Somebody can give us an idea of why we can't do that. It's a, it's a fair question. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why we left it there to begin with. Well, you know? that's all. It's all here. And there. It's, it, it happened, but why can't we just? That's the most thing. Why can't we remotely stuff? destroy this stuff? Is what you're asking? Exactly. Why can't we with these drones? I don't know. That's the most thing that really. I mean, we lost 13 guys. Women, and I mean that pisses. That's the most, that, that right. really pisses me off. But the next thing is all these billions of dollars of equipment. Oh God, it's horrible. Like we're working our asses off, and you know I'm 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 self-employed. I own a business here in San Antonio, and it just like it's like one of my guys taking my piece of equipment or. I mean, it just, it just, yeah, yeah it just no, I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta run out. No, I, I agree with you, Albert. I just gotta run. I, I don't. It, it boggles my mind too. We just handed it over. I mean, I don't know if that was part of the deal with the Taliban. Because, you know, the, the CIA met with the Taliban days before all this stuff happened. I mean, I I, I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Here's Bob. Bob, how you doing? Man, I'm pissed. I'll tell yeah. you what. Uh, uh, Biden, yeah, I agree with you, your feelings about him, number one. Number two, I got four American flags. Two in front of my house, two in back of my house, one on a street level. And I will continue to apply these flags. Uh, 
the day these 13 Americans died, I pulled out a movie called Taking Taking Chance. It's about a lieutenant colonel that uh, escorted the remains of a Marine that was killed in Iraq. And I watched that twice, and mm. I just thought about those people. It was an HBO, came out in 2009. Right. If anybody has it, they should watch it. I'll check it out, man. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, 210-599-5555. Let's see here. We'll take one more. Uh, here's Mike. Mike, how you doing? You there, Mike? Yeah, this is Mike. Hey, Mike, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm, I'm very upset. I never served in the military, but my dad did. And I'll tell you, it'll be easy for people to understand, uh, wrap their mind around the fact that the equipment was left there intentionally. You could have taken 10 master sergeants, 10 senior master sergeants, and never even had an officer involved. They had seven months to get that stuff out. Right. You can fly a drone 850 miles to knock off two motorcyclists. You can fly those to all the bases. They got all the way around there. You could have flown all the helicopters to all the bases and landed them there. You could have got all that equipment. I'm telling you, the enlisted people without an officer in their way in, in, in three months, could have had that whole thing evacuated. Mm. There wouldn't have been a pencil missing. Right. And that's why I'm pissed off. And, and, and when you use that premise as that it was done intentionally, then you, then, then you understand why. It, it, you don't leave, you don't leave a, a, a gun. If you're in a battalion, you don't leave a gun. If a gun's missing, you've got to walk the line. You've got to find that gun. You can't leave that there. Mm. And we leave that kind of equipment and all that stuff there was just to strengthen them. goes back to the Obama administration giving them all the billions of dollars and seven different denominations and seven C-130s that mm. landed on that plane. It's to strengthen them, to strengthen the terrorists, strengthen that whole area over there. And and when you look at it like that, I'm still pissed, but, I mean, it's easier to understand. Everybody goes, oh, well, I can't. Yeah. Right. Worst-case scenario, you blow every damn thing up before you leave, but you're right. going to blow up the bases last. Right. But they left it there intentionally, and when people finally understand that, then they can understand what the hell is going on, mm. that this thing has been orchestrated from the very beginning to leave the Taliban and the terrorists with our equipment, with plenty of cash to continue their stuff, to disable and, 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 and disrupt the crap in the Middle East, and I am pissed. And I guarantee you what, I know of everybody that I can breathe and see in my distance, in my community, they're pissed. Right. And uh, Biden, he don't know where he went to the bathroom last and what he mm. used to wipe. And that's right. my opinion. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, it's certainly starting to feel that way that uh, this was intentional because it doesn't really make sense. Uh, Got to take a break. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's been a heavy day on the air. It's been a heavy day for America. And, uh, you know, I appreciate all of your calls. By the way, that last guy was badass, so you know, <laughs> in my opinion. Because the more I think about it, doesn't it feel like leaving the equipment behind seemed almost intentional? When there were many different ways that we're learning that could have been dealt with. And if it was intentional, why? Again, the president is scheduled to speak at uh, about a quarter to two hour time. Um and whether or not that happens at a quarter to two hour time is, you know, we'll see. He seems to be as little concerned or, you know, he's about as concerned about being on time as he is. Well, the folks we left behind. 
210-599-5585. Here's uh, Sam. Sam, how you doing? Good morning, senores. Rama Ariaga. <laughs> you know, everybody's got great points. You know, I, I love the, the, the point about, you know, hey, these equipment that, sure, they have GPS. You know what? Obama was famous for drone strikes. Let's just drone the heck out of them and and bomb the hell out of them. Well, it's too late. And obviously, they're not going to. I mean, they, they basically just handed the stuff over. It's weird. And they see Ford Motor Credit, all these banks, they're real good about calling and, and repoing cars. Let's go repo our, our equipment. You know? <laughs> you know, it's, and, it's you know just... one, one more thing real quick. I agree with that lady. Everybody, buy a flag. I'd like to buy that idiot a flag in California that she's no teacher, right, who felt uncomfortable about the flag in her classroom, right? I got to yeah. go, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. He calls. Well, just so you know, when that dude calls, he calls me Sean Rima Arriaga. That's because that's my wife's last name. (laughs) Don Morgan, you think I ought to take my wife's name sometime? Sean Arriaga? Yeah, why not? Why not? (laughs) No, Sean Rima hyphen Arriaga. Right. I'm not even pronouncing it correctly. Isn't that terrible? Did John Lennon do that with Yoko Ono's last name? He did. Well, he changed his middle name. His middle name was Winston. Right. And he changed it to Ono, so he was John Ono Lennon. Right. So I could be Sean Ariaga Rima or Sean Rima. I, I'm tired, man. It's been a <laughs> it's been an emotional day on the air, man. Yeah, the, the last the last week has been a little heady. Oh my god. Yeah. It has been. Uh, let's see. Should we take another call? Where are we? Cuz we've had full lines for the past hour, slamming lines on this. Uh, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Since you're so tired, I got an easy one for you. Uh, where's Nancy and where is Kamala Harris? Well, they're keeping Kamala out of this, aren't they? Oh, yeah, and all of the... I mean, she was there Democrats the other night. And... She was there the other night as, uh, you know, furniture, basically, uh, in the shot there when he gave his first comments. Remember that? She's just standing to the side with... Blinking on the other side, uh, but we haven't heard or seen her at all uh, beyond or that. Anybody from the House or uh, Senate either? No, we haven't. Odd that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I guess they're. Uh, thank you. I guess they're all kind of trying to keep their themselves clean of this thing to a certain extent. Uh, Pelosi did offer up some comments uh, congratulating the president on uh, his excellent job in this regard. Uh, Mary, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What's going on with you? Mary, you there? All right, sorry. Guy, Guy, how you doing? I'm uh, I'm great. Hope you're all well. Um, I was going to mention that guy earlier said that was on purpose. He's absolutely correct. But I think the reason is that they've got something on Biden. They're either blackmailing him through Hunter's laptop or or something's going on. Because you don't just tell the Army... You know, pack up and leave all your weapons and get out of here right now. That's just not normal. And there's something real strange. And he's basically owned. He's got to be owned. Somebody's pulling strings on him, and he has no will of his own at this point. You know, it it is the more I think about it, the more more I hear from military folks who are like, that doesn't make any sense at all. That is not standard procedure at all to just leave your stuff behind. Matter of fact, if you leave your stuff behind, you're in trouble. Right. You know, if if I... If I'm a soldier in in the ranks, I leave my weapon behind, and I did I skedaddle. I'm in I'm in deep deep mess. You know what I mean? Right, right. You're and the best. These right. Guys, that's everything. 
Mm. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, he's owned, he's blackmailed, they, they either, they're buying his art, they're, or they're, they got his laptop, something's going on, he's been bought and paid for. Yeah. That's all, the only way I can see it happening. Right, well, it would, uh, I appreciate the call, man, it would make more sense than... Just tell them to leave in the middle of the night and leave all that stuff behind. You know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't make sense. I'm not a military person. I have a great deal of respect, obviously, for our military, for all branches of our military. Uh, but not being a military person, obviously, there's things that I'm not aware of. And one thing I keep hearing repeatedly over and over again is you would never leave your equipment behind. And, in fact, the, the Trump plan... Trump's conditional plan, by the way, uh, called for that equipment to be either gotten out of there or destroyed. In fact, if and we only got a few seconds here, if I'm if I'm correct on this, the the Trump plan was you get all the civilians out first, you get all our allies out first, all our people out first, and then you get the equipment out or you destroy it, you leave nothing behind, and then the military leave. Uh, so the Biden plan was the opposite of that, essentially, and leaving the equipment behind billions of dollars worth of equipment of hardware that now is in the hands of a terrorist organization is really mystifying and disturbing. Okay, God bless America. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Mr. Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.